Hey guys, uh, I don't, surprise! This is our hundredth episode. Hey, fanfare and insert here. Boom. Anyhow, it's our hundredth episode. If you could do us a favor and leave us a five star review, that'd be fantastic. And uh, tell your friends about uh, this could be a podcast, huh? Thank you. I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. And this, this could, could be, be a, a podcast. podcast. Episode number 100. The that people, I feel like one of the things that come out of COVID is that people's opinion, and it's sort of before COVID. I think I was trying to suss this out because what, um, I think it started with Mumford and Sons. I'll go. I'll go all the way back to Mumford and Sons. <laughs> oh, jeez! Yeah. But it really came to light during This Is Us when This Is Us came out. Everybody was loving the shit out of it, and this everyone said, "Oh my god, have you seen This Is Us? Oh my god, it's amazing!" No, nope. and they they literally said it to you. It wasn't like the news is saying it to you, yeah. or you know, like you know, you're reading it in magazines or anything like that. It was like people taking time out of their day to say oh my god have you seen this is us it's amazing mm-hmm. same thing happened with mumford and sons by the way but in a smaller group of people yeah but uh and i feel like we kind of touched touch on like ted lasso like there's no way ted lasso can be that good that good it can, it, there's just no way there's no way it can be that good and i still haven't watched Ted Lasso. but, but i haven't i've heard <laughs> people it's been a little more 50 50 split of seeing um seeing things on television and hearing people saying ted lasso is good Right? Yeah. And I've watched the first season. It's fine. It's fine. It but wasn't an absolute delight. No, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the hype. But again, it's probably overhyped. But uh, it was yeah. it was more evenly balanced than like the This Is Us thing. Where I mean, not the television didn't say This Is Us was the most amazing ride ever. And yeah, oh ABC God. said this is the best show that has ever been created. Period. Ever join the ride. <laughs> this Is Us. Period. Yeah. End of story. No, I did not market send it. I didn't. I've never watched Smoky. a single episode <laughs> of This Is Us, and nor do I need all. to to understand that it's not as good as everyone's saying. There's just right. no fucking way. Well, yeah. But again, I feel something that's happened with with the COVID time, less to do with actually COVID, but more so to do with just the changing opinions of people. Right. Where people are different than they were two years ago. People have gone a radical shift in their personality over COVID. Uh, and it's like, and it's affected things like oh you said this is a good TV show or you said this is a good movie. I'm gonna completely discredit band. your opinion. Yeah, I, I here's the deal. Like it was more of um, between like my Hollywood stuff that I listened to between uh-huh. KCRG KCRG KC, KC, Hollywood Reporter KCR, KCRW's uh, script notes mm-hmm. uh, and those two things uh, KCRW's. Uh, the business with Kim Matthews and then script notes with mm-hmm. John August and Craig Mazin. And here's the thing is about script notes in particular. Like, I think they're really good in like instructors. Don't tell them that they're instructors ever. Cause they'll, they'll like say, fuck you a hundred percent to your face. I, I don't like their taste in stuff. Like when has I, has that changed over the last couple of years or has no, that always been the case? It's always been the case. Have you it, noticed a shift at all? Um, no, with those guys, no, like those, those two guys that, uh, are like very much still the same people. I mm-hmm. think, you know, that's, you know, they, they are who they are and they haven't, they haven't really shifted that much. Okay. I, you know, Craig Mason still fucking hates, you know, 
strong atheists and hates republicans and always has and uh he hates strong atheists no, and he, Repu- no he, he's, he, is he, strong he is he's a strong atheist okay. and, and hates, he republicans. hates republicans because i don't fits into a box I don't, I don't know if you know this about craig mason i don't know craig mason uh he no. get and most people don't either so well <laughs> he's a very interesting character uh like he wrote he, like he like all the hangover movies. Okay. And like, like he, him and like uh, Todd Phillips were pretty, I don't, I don't know if they considered themselves writing partners Mm -hmm. or, or what, but they worked really closely together. And so he wrote like just a lot of like raunchy comedies. And then out of nowhere, like he made Chernobyl and, uh, Uh, and uh, so he's part of the, he's part of the influencers as well. Cause I feel Chernobyl was one of those things too, that kind of set like, this is actually how it played out. This but is it's not. this is history. Yeah. No, and that that I yeah. remember. I'm, I'm just thinking yeah. kind of the same population of people in my life personally yeah. that I'm thinking of, where it was like, you know, that's a show on HBO, right? That's right. I mean, and it's I it's mean, fairly well known within movies and TV show when it's based on a true story. That's a very loose definition. I feel like it could have done a lot. I mean, historically, a lot better. I mean, I've only, listen, I say that. I've listened to one book about Chernobyl, Mm -hmm. and I've done, like, read some articles about Chernobyl. I feel like I have had a pretty firm grasp about Chernobyl Mm -hmm. before watching Chernobyl. Um, But, uh, you know, so I was like, oh, well, that's scientifically <laughs> well, they're even they're even doing it with the new uh winning time the the hbo show yeah about the lakers and the dynasty it's a fairly well documented time and place mm. we had tvs rolling we had cameras rolling it was a uh, showbiz city and everything with that right like, a lot of it's well documented sure. it's one thing like chernobyl or you know hey guess what deadwood is not a documentary by the way because uh <laughs> right. this is not really well, like i mean some of it probably happened but some of it probably happened but maybe most of it didn't but uh, yeah. but winning winning time uh which, yeah, is, we have, which, which is fantastic. I I, yeah. I really love the shit out of it. It's great. But they they say at the beginning or and or end of everything, like these are the, these are characters the, that have been all fictionalized. fictionalized. And, yes. And then because not everything is exactly right the way that they're portraying it to be because they want to make a story. Sometimes you just need to do that. To I make a story. yeah Chernobyl. I I enjoyed it and I feel like you got a better understanding of maybe who the people are i think probably there's some truth in the in the characters and their actions not but the facts are like not completely suspect right mm-hmm. it's not compl- like it's, it's changed a, well there's just a de- there's a degree of right. there's a degree of hyperbole that exists when telling any story right when well i mean kyle knew and check in the uh, workaholics podcast <laughs> he got Got caught lying essentially, and he and he was like, "Well, it's always been a running like thing in my family, you know. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story." Right, and like right. so, lying. He yeah. was like, "Well, no, it's just you know, just adding elements to make it a better story." He's like, "So lying, <laughs> you know." It was so one of those things. It does make a better story, but it's also not the truth. Right. So right. when you portray it as the truth, and it's not, doesn't always play out that way. But, I think my biggest thing about Chernobyl, the television show, was that it. As someone who's a nuclear power advocate, <laughs> like and that's on his business card too, folks. It is. It is. Uh, it's like, oh, it's like if this doesn't, you know, it's going to be a gigantic explosion that's going to wipe out half the, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to wipe out half of Europe if we don't take care of this. This is a pro nuclear podcast. <laughs> we are a pro nuke podcast, right? It's just like, well, no, I mean, to make a nuclear bomb, like, there's so many things to like have to happen. 
like like things have to be completely in sync mm-hmm. for it to actually explode and you know to create a, an actual like splitting of an atom and like yeah. you know making releasing that much power uh and that's not going to happen if things burn to the ground but like, well i know people tune into this podcast to hear here. about nuclear power and how it works I've and been, everything i'm glad you know it's one of the things that's brought us to our 100th episode which <laughs> so congratulations oh, oh to yeah you. hey guys it's our 100th episode it's our 100th episode this is fun i think it's been an interesting two years yeah uh, i mean so let's reflect on it have you noticed anybody that's like in your life that their tastes have dramatically changed like w- given the context of oh. if they tell you to watch something that no. when you go and watch it, it's it's completely different than no. it was two years ago. No, for oh. the for well, I, I mean, for the most part. Um, and I don't want to put it all on COVID. I don't want to do that because I think that I don't just, think it's COVID. I think it just exacerbated the situation. Because I mean, honestly, outside outside of our friend Josh, mutual acquaintance mm-hmm. Josh, who said that we lo- I he it's the funniest movie ever. Yes, was uh, not road trip. What was it called? It was the uh, Ed- Eric Andre? Bad trip? Bad Trip. Yeah. Bad Trip's the funniest movie ever. Yeah. Outside of that. Like, I mean. Well, no, I, I wasn't even. I mean, he, he was an example that we've talked about before in the past. But like. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm just thinking of like people like I've actually had people in my life who are like, oh, my God. You, and it goes back to like yeah. the, this is us. So I'm, I agree with you. It's not COVID, but COVID kind of exacerbated the situation because right. everyone was kind of locked down and consuming so much content. And sure. sometimes when when you consume content very quickly, it's fun in fleeting. It's it's fun in the moment. But then right, it doesn't translate right. to another right. way of watching it or showing it to somebody else or you know. Yeah. I, I think that's that's the interesting thing about, you know, streaming and uh and Netflix and yeah. just plowing through it. I mean I remember so Josh and I mm-hmm. with our we had our movie review show called Movie Trolls, which was lovely. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it quite a bit and when we got shut down because of short sightedness. Yeah. Too much influence. Well, yeah, that's like, what you can say. Like I am so influential in my movie yeah. picks and my movie review. Uh, you were going to destroy Hollywood. I was going to destroy Hollywood, or at least you know, cable yeah. rentals. He was going to single-handedly destroy the on-demand market. <laughs> right. People, I mean, he's a tastemaker. I don't I, like to I, say. I don't like to tell Nathan. <laughs> so Nathan, anything hey, positive? Hey, can you take out the headsets real quick, real, and then yeah, just plug your earmuffs on? Just la la la. But yeah, Nathan's a tastemaker. Um, he, what he says goes. Right. Um, you're not supposed to listen to this. Oh, I'm not supposed to be hearing this. Yeah, la, 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 la. <laughs> Yeah, so he's a tastemaker, and his tastes were so powerful <laughs> that his movie review show had to be uh, yeah, completely censored. Honestly, yeah, what other word is there? Uh, yeah, sure. They had to shut that shit down. Yes. Yeah. I was going to ruin on-demand sales, even though at the end of every episode, we said, hey, what are you going to be watching on-demand? Yeah. And encouraging well, people. Well, they saw through that. They saw right through that. And it was like, what? What a trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every and every time it's like, hey, we should we should. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna watch this on they, demand. They probably looked at it and it's like those motherfuckers. They're just spitting it right in our face. They're laughing in our face. <laughs> they're destroying our on demand section. It's it. and then they're throwing it in our face, asking what people are gonna watch. It's like what are you gonna? Be it's like Facebook on-demand? asking MySpace, what are you gonna be you know looking at later tonight? You know, I think maybe it was like when we reviewed like. We took a segment and talked about Netflix like with strong female characters. Wow, woke before woke. I it was a little. I like. I remember, I'm woke. like, oh, this is kind of woke, isn't it? Because I don't remember, even have a term for it. I don't remember what it was. It was. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Alias. What, it was orange. It was like three Netflix shows. Oh yeah. Like orange is the new black, and uh, what was the one show with the weeds? weeds? No, it wasn't weeds. That because that wasn't a Netflix program. What, what's no, that? it wasn't. But it was who's the, who's the woman who was on uh, the comedians of comedy tour? 
and her show on oh, Netflix. Uh, the blonde lady? Yeah, what's her name? Yeah, I'll look it up. Anyhow, and then there was one more. There was one more, like... Not Kid Dynamite, was it? I think that was old before that. Was it Kid... Not Kid Dynamite. Uh, it might have been. That might have been it. I'm trying to remember. So it was like, oh, hey, let's... We're going to talk about... Oh, it was Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Uh, no. Maria, Maria, Bamford. Maria Bamford. What was her show called? I, was it Kid Dynamite? I think that was Kid Dynamite. Yeah, because she's crazy. She, yeah, like she's certified. She's certified. She, like, like, like she is full on. She's funny. Uh, I remember, and just it was such a weird show. Like her, her show was what was it called? Was it called Kid she's Dynamite? Not, she's not known for it. Um, Big Mouth. No, that was no. before. It was. It had to be Kid Dynamite. I think it might have been Lady Dynamite. Lady Dynamite. That's what it was. Lady Dynamite. So this was 2015. But you got it. You nailed it. There it is. So go on. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if that was it too. You know, just talking about things that are not necessarily movies, but. Well, you're talking about competition. Yeah. You were talking about well, com- competitors. The thing is with our. I see now why you were canceled. Well, it was, you know, we also. Take like, it down. We also were. Uh, you know, they sell internet services. That was like our workaround with it, and we had to got the sign off on it. If so. you can't see that Netflix was coming for that on-demand MediaCom stuff, uh, yeah, probably. Then you're Anyhow, just- it. Uh, I enjoyed like having our uh, Josh and I our taste not completely syncing up at that point, and I remember like just like, what are you talking about? Did oh, so this started long before this. Yeah, well, like that I didn't completely agree with him. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd say the same thing with you. Like, yeah, I, I don't completely agree with your tastes. Yeah. As far like your your taste and my taste are not completely in sync. And that's good. As, and I think that makes for a healthy relationship. Is it? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't like, I, I do find that people over the past years have completely lost their fucking minds though i mean it's i just think it's been concentrated so much where people yeah. have you know they've watched other things and they've actually moved on from things like, i don't so think quickly. it's a taste thing I, but i don't know if it's a taste thing or well here's or, a good example the the latest tiger king stuff did you make it all the way through it mm-hmm. yeah did you make yeah. it all the way through it the same way you made it through the first one uh no there was not nearly as much fervor yeah yeah oh, within my soul it makes me it, i was thinking about this the other day because it made me want to go back and watch Making a Murderer mm. again. Oh, yeah. And just to see... God, it, how much of a zeitgeist thing was that, man? Well, how much time, and like with the time passing, with yeah. looking at it with new eyes. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely portrayed... I you know, I remember watching it and being like, oh, it was clearly these cousins that don't want to be interviewed, that <laughs> like, hated this guy. Uh, <laughs> right. They were clearly smarter <laughs> in a short way right. uh, yeah. than him. This seems obvious. And then, again, another situation of presenting it to family members and stuff like that and then immediately getting articles about how it was so skewed and he absolutely did it you know there was there was you know it was just it was a skewed documentary right. and it was trying to prove it. it was like well yeah but i mean and, and maybe this is me with my like education mm-hmm. <laughs> stepping in and it was like having like you can see through that by the way well just like what's that well, you, can, no, you can see through like the tropes they're trying to do to make it like a make it right. more compelling or make well, it no, like the docu- story's going documentaries this way. are not facts no like documentaries are not facts at all and it's you know as much as we'd like that them to be every single documentarian is coming at with a Narrative. with an agenda yeah and and that's what and that's what it is that's and what makes a good documentary actually well just i mean it's a narrative i mean if it's is, just is a, a narrative a, a, right. a, a, 
you know, a stationary camera, you know, sitting in a neighborhood just watching what happens in that neighborhood is technically a documentary. It's boring as fuck because there's no anything happening with it. But right. it's still a documentary. Yeah. So, but a documentary that you know where that camera set up a neighborhood and a murder happens, and the well, no, documentary still happens to capture the murder. No, it's a boring, it's a boring neighborhood wide shot, and then anytime a single dude walks by, there's yeah. that you could sell a documentary. But my point is, when you're looking at something like Making a Murder, which is why I want to wa- rewatch yeah. it again, yeah. because it you're just kind of you're looking like, well, it's a small town, Wisconsin town. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, with, you know, everyone knows everybody. Uh, reputations can precede you quite a bit in those kind of towns. Those? And so they're, they're not a liked, well-liked family that lives in the, the landfill, you right. know? Um, and then it's not a landfill. It's a junkyard. A junkyard. Excuse <laughs> so the hell of it's a, it's Totally different. It's totally different. <laughs> totally different. It's not a landfill. It's not sorry, a landfill. It's, it's a junkyard. My it's bad. A, it's a junkyard. But then uh, corrupt police and... Uh, infighting between the family yeah none of those are like so egregious it's not like an aliens landed and then they gave him superpowers (laughs) to be able to transport and you know i was like oh yeah this this is not a hard case to solve it's just a really shitty situation and again it did capture the minds of people but it was i mean it's interesting and i i don't know if netflix has some kind of magical algorithm that they know they, they what they've got on their hands and they say okay we need to deploy this now because i i I mean tiger king was like its release date was set and not set in stone but it was set well before covid it it wasn't like a last dance situation where it was moved up because of covid yes exactly i mean it was like like i remember somebody i'm reading was like this hit the perfect time like it hit it shows that covid was a hoax and actually created to make tiger king (laughs) and netflix more powerful it it, uh it hit just the perfect time. You're just gonna leave that one on the doorstep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore. I'm gonna ignore. Hundred episodes in, you're gonna leave it on the doorstep. I don't think that. I don't think Netflix is is as powerful within like outside of Hollywood. Oh. I mean, outside of tech. Hmm. Not. I don't think they have that much power even within tech. That shows your naivete. Well, as it really com- does. Well, as compared to. Amazon, Google, and Facebook. I think Netflix, <laughs> Netflix is just kind of over here. Like, we just want people to pay us to like forget that we exist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like that's what we. Oh, they're beyond we, that business model. Now. I think we want people to like sign up and we get their money forever, and we don't have to like put anything out, and yeah. like we kind of hopefully remind people that we exist every so often. I think Netflix is is at least a good ten, maybe fifteen years beyond the hey, we're just happy to be here kind of thing. I, I'm just saying, as compared to between Meta, yes, yes, between Meta, Alphabet, yes, and Amazon, yes. it's like okay, uh, we're just yeah, we're just we're we still want, a young startup. Can, can you just give us money and then forget about it? Yeah, and then forget we exist. Mm-hmm. As compared to you know, Google is like, how can we like shift how people think about things <laughs> to the point where like we get to control? Well, it's good you admit that. It's good you admit that. No, I mean, they're listen, Meta. Alphabet and Amazon are pretty bad companies. They're, I mean, they're they're bad. And I'm not afraid to say it. They're bad for business. This episode's brought to you by Amazon. Uh, for yeah. all your Amazon needs, if everybody just, uh, can, you know, when you go through and you're looking to start your own podcast and click on our affiliate links yeah. for Amazon down below, that'd be great. Yeah. So if you type in the uh, this could be a podcast and the promo code of your next Amazon <laughs> purchase, you'll get it for whatever the purchase price is that you're actually buying it yeah, for. So exactly. Yeah. So that that's exactly it. You'll get a nice error message that says this is not a thing. <laughs> this is not a thing. It's not real. And you'll you just send us a screenshot, and with that, Nathan will send you five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
It's a rebate. It's, it's, it's a, a rebate. really shitty rebate. We're going to create God, a I whole rebate market. That Nathan for you rebate <laughs> rebate episode was so fucking good. Where do he doesn't he yeah they have to do all the jump through all the hoops to get jumping through, through like ridiculous hoops like you Go had camping. to climb you had to climb to a top of a fucking mountain yeah. or something to get your fucking rebate. Hey, have you given any thought to procrastination? Has it like sat sat with you a little bit? No, no. Have I, you forgotten about it since I first um, mentioned it? Um. Because I, I was listening to the uh, the episode as I was editing it and stuff like that. And I, I felt like in the middle of Just it. Just immediately I dismissed it. Well, no, I think I, I wanted to make sure that you didn't feel like I was insulting you. Like, Oh, you thought about my feelings? Yeah. Oh, like, look at you. Because um, I'm, I'm not saying that you don't work, but you do spend time looking up things that most people yeah. don't look up. Yeah. And that, that could be interesting. Sometimes, right. I don't want to say all the time. I don't even want to say like half the time. <laughs> but some of the times... It's interesting. I find some. I find some interesting. You things. find something. You're like, did you know that there was a horse in 1920 that was named Earl that actually competed in the Kentucky Derby and he finished fifth when he was supposed to have a broken leg. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Where I'm like, I oh, don't. Oh, cool. uh, that's oh. not a real story, guys. Just FYI. No, no. But that's just me riffing. Uh, but yeah. But but it's just your your show. It'd be whatever you find. You just take notes. Just even mm. look through your your internet history. That would be the. That'd be interesting. Not really. Now though. you're being condescending. Not really. It would be very fucking boring. Like, it's I'm not that. Well, take that as a note for when you talk to people about things that you find. Well, no. Listen, <laughs> now I am trying to. Here, here's yeah. Here's the deal. Like, it's I've got to tell somebody, <laughs> and it's not my wife, and uh, it's not my co. It's not my. You, it's not my real coworker. So that's what <laughs> and me and a, a special handful of people in so your life are. Josh and I, we worked together at a different position. Not Bobby. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Josh, and. Like I would listen to the radio on the way into work because mm-hmm. this is like before podcasts became a thing in my life. Yeah, they existed. They existed, but but I didn't like they I weren't. Was there with you, man. I didn't have a smartphone at that. You know, this is like flip phone days, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, I and I enjoyed listening to people talk at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'd listen. Terry to, grossing it up. Uh, more AM radio. I mean, it was like the AM local morning am show and so i got really interested in fucking like cedar rapids politics because mm-hmm. that's where the station was and i was like can you believe and so i would walk in and be like josh would be like i'm like can you believe this horse shit of whatever it was i'm like he's like yeah okay yeah yeah so i'm like listen i need to tell somebody that my feelings about this <laughs> right now otherwise i'm going to explode that's all i'm saying is uh stop telling me about it and just <laughs> fucking record it and give it to other people you know so i don't see i don't think i don't think it's as as intrig- I need to get some back and forth, and, and I like. Well, getting, I told you I'd be on the show. I like it. I like getting pushed back as well. I yeah. like it. It's like no, that's. that's I think you do. Mm, <laughs> I, I. I'm messing with you. I think I. I want to be held in check a little bit. Mm. I understand I'm not right all the time. Mm. Most of the time, though. Most of the time, though. <laughs> no, I think I think when what the things we're talking about on like procrastination yeah. is not. Things you need to be right or wrong about. They're more anecdotal sure. or ideas that you have that you come up. Not necessarily. Please don't make a podcast about Cedar Rapids politics. I mean, oh no, that that would be boring, and that no one. Be, wa- well, I'm sure C- somebody would. Yeah, I mean, look, all the fine Cedar Rapidians out there would love the <laughs> fuck out of it. But what you want is the more broad. Go to that horse named Earl running in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, right. I yeah, I got all kinds of good ideas, man. I got all kinds of good ideas. Name one. Um, it's an elevator pitch. You should have an idea ready to go. Oh, I mean, I think the I did we talk? I don't remember. Did we talk about it on pod? The idea of like uh, like wagon train vampires getting stranded in the middle of the desert uh, or in the middle of the wilderness. I believe you told me this. I told you this. Mm-hmm. Not on the pod. 
Not on the pad. So picture this. Yeah. This is a little excerpt. This is what this, pod, is, this is what procrastination could be. Procrastination. So the idea would be that a couple of vampires. Can I stop you real quick? Yeah. You thought of this while you were at work. No. Can you uh, give me the is, context when you thought about this? Uh, this is me laying in bed. Okay. Laying you in bed. You should be sleeping, but you're procrastinating. Well, that. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is me. I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about. Before I always enjoy that. Like I try to think of something and try to develop it as an idea, especially when it comes into that like lucid area uh-huh. okay I, I think there's some interesting things that happen there mm-hmm. i mean i remember well i had a whole nother like a couple other movie ideas that have been completely born out of me trying to think of what's an interesting take on this genre or two genres that i could p- pair together that would make an interesting and this is like okay i want to make a I want to make a vampire movie. Mm-hmm. I want to make a van. What would be a new vampire movie that I haven't seen before? Mm-hmm. What was it? What would be an interesting thing? And it's like, as I'm going through it all and just trying to think of, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, I, I enjoyed the book, Abraham Lincoln, vampire slayer. So I was like, okay, I enjoyed that. Not necessarily like, I don't think that's like something I want to dive into more, but mm-hmm. The idea of like, okay, let's focus on vampires out of time a little bit. And I immediately went to like Gold Rush. I think that was like, okay, I, I like the idea of like just just the transient nature of mm. the Gold Rush. Yep. I think would be something of a, a vampire's, you know, wet dream a little bit. I mean, just, just, the, just the overall transiency of... Uh, now I don't think I don't think of vampires as nomadic, you know. I I think of them as staying put. They're staying put, right? Uh, yeah. But I, I think but a traveling idea, vampire. The idea of them like having hunting grounds, like and okay, what kind of hunting ground? Or like I need to move into a new hunting ground mm-hmm. because I'm the, the heat's on, you know. You know, yeah. here in New Orleans or or not or Kansas or Kansas City or wherever I'm at right now. Yeah. It, well, not Kansas City because it would have been uh, Saint, probably St. Louis. Yeah, that would have been settled yet. Right. So the idea was like, okay, I like the oh, that, there's something interesting about like vampires heading west. I think that's like that's an interesting concept in my head. Huh. And so then I was like, you know, the idea was that two vampires were heading out to the California for the gold rush, and then as they're feeding along the way, picking off people on the wagon train, somebody that catches they, on, they catch on, mm-hmm. and then they. Like get into a, a whole uh, what's the confrontation? Yeah, about it, and they get left, and they're able to scramble away and get to a cave. Yeah, but because of the limited, you know, travel, they're in the middle of absolutely nowhere, and they're just they can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, how far can you travel? I mean, how much of a life of your life are you willing to go? It was like I can go, and I can if I'm stuck in a cave. Mm-hmm. And I've got like eight hours of travel on foot, vampire speed, mind you. That's true. They're vampire faster. speed, vamp- you know, how much can I travel? Can before? they turn into bats and fly? I don't think so. I, I don't. Why I, not? Uh, well, because that's not real vampire. I mean, this is a grounded. Re- we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do vampires, but we're gonna do it based in nope. reality. Yeah, like, like correct, Blade. You know. I mean, Blade. <laughs> like Blade, exactly. Like Blade. They, yeah, endless <laughs> ammo and you know, daywalkers. Ah, uh, no, that's I mean, anyhow. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to start talking about Blade. We're not going to shit talk Blade because it's a fantastic. <laughs> it's a, like Stephen Dorff and like if you just put enough fucking sunscreen on, it's fine. Right. <laughs> like, really? That's fine. It's a Any- workaround. Anyway. Anyhow. So the idea of like how far can I walk in a day and still be able to live? I 
the the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. of I don't know where my next safe space is. I and just like that being like a cell, that being a confinement and not being able to I know if I don't make it to another safe space, I'm not going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. So how long can you how long do you last? And the idea was be that just like a couple of vampires like living in caves for like literally years because they don't have anywhere to go. They can't go anywhere. Castaway meets Wagons East meets, Basically, uh, yeah, like, stra- like stranded. Being stranded. Yeah. Being stranded. I'm just giving you your elevator pitch. You yeah. got to tighten that bitch oh. up. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, is, this isn't this is a strong elevator pitch movie. Well, that, I just gave it to you right there. All right. Yeah. I want Castaway, Wagons East, What We Do in the Shadows. Boom. Right. Boom. And I always like just them and how much you'd hate the other person. Mm-hmm. Just help me. In. Well, we've already lived eternity with them. Right. So. Right, so and then, they'd already be you know wearing on you. Right, that's something that that would be an interesting dynamic as well, and just not being able to feed on human blood, and you're stuck just, you know. Do they need to feed on human blood? I thought they could. I they thought can, they yeah, could, they can suck on they can suck on rats, and they can they, could, they yeah. can. they it just can, wasn't as much. It's not as it's not as good. It's yeah. not as good. It tastes bad. Pure. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you don't want that pure human blood. I I think they'd pick off a couple of Native Americans, you know, that they could. But if they could try. I mean. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, especially those days, if they're a nomadic tribe, it's yeah. like, hey, after they get their, like, attacked a couple of... Who, I, I don't know who would win in that fight, honestly. A couple of super... I mean... A couple of vampires versus uh, a couple of Native Americans? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I think it's, you know... What tribe? Huh? The Sioux? The Apache? Uh, if it's the Apache. I don't think it's the Apache. I think it'd be probably some... Uh, I'm trying to think of a Here's the thing. Good Plains Indian D- tribe. Now <laughs> Good Plains Indian tribe. Would uh now would the vampires see the, the Native American tribe in their their face paint, their war paint and be like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Like that's I like that. Um I don't know about that. I think cuz they'd be aware of the idea of like Native Americans and headdresses and all that shenanigans. Uh but I think the idea of like a Native American I mean a Native American coming across a a Plains Indian tribe coming mm-hmm. across a couple of vampires what would that look like how would that, how yeah. would that i think that'd be an interesting uh not first act but probably midway through the that's, second yeah. act that's a dance with wolves uh, yeah you know arc that yeah. you're going with when was the yeah. last time you watched dances with wolves i've watched it exactly once really yeah and i was like this is kind of boring hmm. and i just i ended up like kind of fast forwarding the past like last hour so wait, how old were you when you watched it Huh? Like a year ago, two years oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, well, fuck, I guess I got to watch Dance So do you think it was like overhyped in your mind? L- fucking Kevin Costner won a fucking Oscar for directing that thing? Yeah. Nope. Over Martin Scorsese's uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas was like, um, nope. I'm not going to agree with it, but Costner was huge at the time. I mean, it was but, really big. So I remember uh, as a child, we used to go to my grandparents up in Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Th- there was... Uh, Native Americans up there as well, but not at that time. Yeah. Um, so we would go up there for Christmas. No, they're up there. Yeah, yeah. There's reservations and stuff, but like yeah. it wasn't like you know, the frontier. You they know? got a casino up there. Now they have a just casino. just south of Minneapolis. Yeah. So Which we were we were in Austin, Minnesota. So uh, just outside of Austin, where just uh, spam. spam. Yeah, it's the spam museum. Exactly. Spam there. Yeah. So yeah, have you been to the spam museum? No, never went to the spam museum. But my my grandma did cook with spam quite a bit. Do yourself mm. a favor, go to the spam museum. Um, I do have a spam golf towel that um, <laughs> okay. was from the spam museum that I inherited um, <coughs> after she died. Yeah, uh, she gave me her precious golf spam towel. It's not true. Your grandma was a golfer. No, 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 
No, someone else gave me the spam towel. But anyway, we we would go up. Yeah, we would go up, and my, and my grandma was actually very much into Native American culture. And I was gonna um, say spam. We uh, she she liked spam too. I'm not gonna say she didn't, but she was very she was very big into it. I remember it was in again like Robin and Prince of Thieves was huge. So bow and arrows are huge. I loved uh, I loved Dance with Wolves and everything. And so we had, we had our fun with it. And um, I remember Christmas morning. Waking up really, really early, going to downstairs watch Chris, to watch dances with. Wolves. I snuck downstairs and I, I secretly opened the uh, uh, present of mine, and yeah. I took it out and it was Dancing with Wolves, and I was like, oh, fucking sweet. Had to rewrap it, pretend to be surprised. It was a whole thing. So my question to you, yeah, did you ever sneak downstairs and secretly open a gift? Because I did this twice with two different movies, and I, I'm going to quiz you on the other movie. Um, no. You never well, snuck downstairs? Uh, no, like, I remember once or twice. So, I don't know if you're, if you're listening with your children, you know, earmuffs. But Santa Claus, for us, he showed up in the middle of the night. Like, and he didn't wrap presents. Oh, this is an interesting nuance here. Okay. Yeah, they just. Great. I never cared. Santa Claus just laid out presents. Okay. And I remember like getting up in the middle of the night and going and looking at what Santa Claus brought us. So you could see it. You didn't have to unwrap anything. Right. It wasn't I, look. Santa Claus did not bring me Dancing with Wolves. I, I know that. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah. So Santa Claus wrapped your presents. Santa Claus yeah, presents yeah, were wrapped. Think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, they were just laid out. But I remember it was it was in the middle of the night. I remember having to sneak downstairs, you know, and I turned on the light, and yeah. it was very strategically opening because i was i was very worried that i wasn't going to get dances, dances with, wolves. with wolves yeah was that a double VHS? Yeah, a, yeah so there was that indicator of like oh okay it's a double okay it's either that or goodfellas yeah. one of the two i'm really just really good about guessing presents that's yeah. Yeah, i i've got a fairly good understanding about so i'm gonna give you the same same time frame okay now we've now we've established this is before 1991 yeah this is so this is the first one i did okay i've, I've established we're pretty good okay. on knowing what a vhs wrapped looks like yes okay go back to my parents house uh within within a few years i'll, I'll give you that okay another time where i have to sneak down i just have to make sure i'm getting this fucking movie okay okay i'm gonna so get, it's uh, 1994 i'll give you three guesses or was it 1993? Uh, let's think here. I'm going to take this here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take this. 1993, you got a VHS that you were really excited about. Yep. So it wasn't Jurassic Park. No, I never was super huge into that, by the way. You don't like dinosaurs? I do, but... What a fucking joyless fuck you are. <laughs> Look, I like the movie. <laughs> okay, you said... What What year did you say? It was, it was a 93 or 94. 94. No, it was 94. So Christmas move, is 94. Christmas of 94. So what movies came out the summer or springtime? You can get two more questions. Springtime of 94. Springtime of 94. Um, what would you be excited about? So not Boulderham nope. and not. I'll tell you this is a freebie. It wasn't a costume movie. What? Okay. Was it? Well, that's a, that's a tough one. Okay, <laughs> that's that's, a, we can eliminate. take that out the plate. Yep. <laughs> Uh, she's, um, 19, spring of 94. What would be a big movie that kids would want to see? Um, can I get one more hint? One more hint. I will give you that it is a, um, 
What's a good hint? <laughs> it's a comedy. I'll tell you, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's pretty, it, and that's pretty generic. So if you want another hint, I will give you okay, another hint. Okay, give me another hint. Okay, so it's a comedy. It's right your tip of your tongue. And then... Because you're going to say something that's going to completely give it away. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what, what I'm looking about. for. That's what I'm wor- worried no, about here. I got to think here. 1994. 1994. It's a comedy, a movie that every kid wants to see. A movie every kid wants to see. 1994. I'm at a loss. You're at a loss. I'll yeah. give you. It's about a detective. It's about a detective? Mm-hmm. That was the clue. I was worried. Oh, no. Oh, really? Really? Oh, I thought that was going to be the dead giveaway. Really? Yep. I have no, no, I'm, no. That really threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, that's all 94, isn't it? It's all 94. That's all Jim Carrey's year between Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura and The Mask. That motherfucker cranked out. Oh, he cranked out. He was the reason why, I mean, yeah. we'd go to Blockbuster. I'd, I'd just rent The Mask or Ace Ventura. That's honestly the reason why we had to buy Ace Ventura. Because we, we, it, it? we were renting it too much. Too many times? Yep. And I just had to make sure, you know, sneak him down again. So I had to get really good at, you know, just barely. I had fingernails at the time, too. So I could, like, open them up. And Did you understand the, like, hemorrhoids joke? No. Uh, no, like I didn't understand him, the penis joke. Like, the penis, him tucking. The, the penis took forever for me to understand. Mm. Then what is that? Like that tuck? All that was right over my head. Oh, it's just with like, my parents watching. I mean, like, yeah. So speaking of penises, yeah. So we recently went to Myrtle Beach. Okay, I know Gor- you don't like me gorgeous. This time I know you don't like me coming pre-prepared. Yeah, but I, I've been waiting to tell you this story. Okay, for a while. Okay, <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been close to a week. So burning inside one me. of our normal <laughs> one of our normal things we like to do on a vacation is go to a strip club. Hand jobs. And yeah, and give hand jobs. Okay. Give hand jobs. Not get them. If you Just give get, them you'd be surprised when you're on vacation and you give somebody a hand job. Pays for your vacation. Like, pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's at least a free app somewhere. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> at least like some firecracker shrimp Fire. coming your way. <laughs> right? Just one quick candy. A little firecracker special here. Hold on one second. So no, so we like to go. We like to go to a strip club. Oh, yeah. So we you went to there. a strip club in Myrtle Beach? So, well, so it's a little bit of a story. So, okay. You know, it's oh, a, this is the story part? Yeah, this is the story part. Okay. Let me tell you. Let me paint a picture for you. Okay. So Myrtle Beach, you were on vacation and Myrtle, you went to a strip club in Myrtle Beach. Myrtle, yeah. Yeah, technically. That's the story. Great. Thanks. All right. Anyhow, so. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no one was eating a Subway sandwich. I can't say if it was better than, better or worse than that one, but I'm yeah. gonna, I'll leave that up to you. How is about it better that? than Chase Chubby's or? Okay. Come on, because. What I'm the last one I had with yeah, the guy eating Subway that sandwich. That was nuts. That was a pretty good story. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah that's incre- that's it stuck with you. No one, no, no one would ever imagine a dude sitting there eating a fucking cold cut combo. So on Strippers Row. Now let me. When this was happening, okay. and this took the course of multiple days. If you get, if you let me tell the story here, you're uh, gonna tell the story now. Now. Okay. Hold on one second. Starting now, the story Just, is you going to Myrtle Beach. So you went to Myrtle Beach for a vacation. You give didn't give anybody a hand job. No. But did you have firecracker shrimp? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Just once though. Just, Just once. once. Yep. Was that before or after he was in the strip club? This is after. After. Okay. So. South, South you're, in Mer- you're in Myrtle Beach. We're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and you went there for vacation. Yeah, because it's lovely this time of year. It is nice. Yeah, we were in the high sixties, low seventies. Yeah, it was nice. 
It was nice. It was nice walking around in sandals and shorts and a t-shirt. Or Did you drive? Weather. No, I flew. You flew? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> any more? Any more backstory you need? Okay, so it's spring break. Yep. You flew to Myrtle Beach, yep. South Carolina. Yep. For vacation. Vacay. Yeah. For vacay. Never been. Hand jobs. Yeah. All around. So, we're looking up. We're looking up uh, strip clubs and stuff on, on in on, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, in Myrtle Beach. Right. Myrtle Beach is a pretty conservative little area, but uh, it is South Carolina. It is South Carolina. All right. And so the strip clubs that we're looking up um, have really bad reviews, like like one and a half out of five stars. And I'm Ooh. like, I'm like, I out of how many reviews? Hold on. Quite a bit. Ooh. Quite a bit. Ugh. So there were four. There were four strip clubs in Kay. Myrtle Beach. Right. Three of them were located right in a cluster by each other, and then one was off in the distance. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm guessing the good one was off in the distance. Ding ding ding. So, and I found this the good one off in the distance based on the reviews of the other bad ones, where they're You're like, "You're better off going to so and so's." Exactly. <laughs> like they're like they're, they're talking about like how the strippers like follow you around, and like if you give if you tip them, they never tip you enough. You know, or you never tip enough, so they hassle you and oh, shit like that. Geez. And it's like you know, one dude was stabbed and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't really, I don't need to go to a strip club. Well, I mean, they, you need a story when you go to a strip club. It's true. I mean, last time it was a guy eating a cold cut combo, <laughs> so this one you might as well see a guy get stabbed. Exactly. I just don't want to be the guy getting stabbed. Mm. So, so when we some you lose some. So, so we uh, so we find this the nice one that has one five star review. The good one. The good one. It has one five star review. I'm I like, said good one. Yeah, good one. Have you been to South, South Carolina? Carolina? I've been to. <laughs> I'll, ba- I'll pass through. Okay, so uh, I'm like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We'll we'll go to this one. I I don't care if it's one five star review. It's a five star <laughs> so review. Well, you got one. You got one. You got me. And the uh, other the other people didn't get weren't smart enough to like create uh, five fake Google accounts and correct. And so, <laughs> well, in one of the bad reviews, they said just go to this place. So I'm like, that technically counts as two five star reviews. I think right? a, a recommendation as part of a bad review. Correct. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. We we were been Ubering, you know. This was this was probably Thursday of our week long time there. So how high is your was your Uber like costs? By the way, uh, it was a it was a ten ten or twelve dollar Uber ride. Okay. And the thing is, this is the part, funny part. One of the funny parts of the story is that I'll we got picked. That. We got picked up by the most like old Southern guy that yeah. comes with the white hair, and he's got. Was he wearing he like probably, a white shirt? He probably has like seven grandchildren that he just loves to death. I just love oh, oh Timothy gosh. and Jonathan. And we're just we're just gonna drive, you know. And I'm so I have this I have the uh, address on my phone just to kind of make sure we're going to the right area yeah. and everything like that. But he's just a good old boy, man. He talks. He he was talking about all the crazy stuff people have done in his Uber, like and <laughs> he's had to like he's had to pull over the car and say, "Hey, you cannot be doing that, okay? You cannot be making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the back of my car. Yep. Some people come through with nut allergies. They are they are humping each other and everything like Ooh. that. And I don't. I just like I have to drive this car around, and this is not like I drive my grandchildren around in this car. No. And I'm like, I'm laughing in my head. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's gonna flip when he uh, when he pulls into the pulls lot in the strip club. And so we're driving to the area, and I'm looking around. I'm like, well, this doesn't look like any place that a this strip doesn't club. Look like a strip club. It looks like an industrial park yep. of where there's just like a bunch of commercial industrial yep, buildings. Sure. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, hey, I've been dropped off at crazier places before. As long as there's a sign, whatever. So we yeah. pull up to the exact address. 
dark absolutely dark nothing's oh, going geez. on and he's now he's starting to ask us questions like well now see now where were you guys getting dropped off because this doesn't look like i mean the, the, are, are you guys, guys going a to cocaine a, deal are you guys going to a commercial building or something like that and like what time of day is this by the way it's got to be like 11 o'clock at night you know classic you exactly so uh i'm like and i pull up on the apple map because i'm using yelp yelp says it's open everything yeah. like that and i pulled up on the apple map just to see what sure. the hell's going on no, this place has been closed for like the last like six months, and I'm like, oh, what the, f- oh, this is this is sad. That's not good. And so the guy's like, well, what was the place you guys were going to? And I'm like, well, it was it was a uh, it was a nightclub. We were going to go to a nightclub. You know, that's it, the term you use. Yeah, he's the nightclub. Yeah. And so he was nice enough. He gave us a ride back to the fucking place we were going, which was frustrating because it was like, well, shit. Now what the, yeah. you know, that was our night. But uh, so my wife has. She always wants to go to like a a male strip club if possible, yeah. Because she's she's I've taken her to many a women's yeah. strip clubs. She likes to see some dong. She wants to see some dong, and I'm like, you know what? Flaccid, like, flaccid. First off, dong. we're in South Carolina. I don't think that's gonna happen. Period. They have flaccid dongs in South Carolina, and so I read the book. <laughs> is that a uh, Winston Churchill or? Oh no no no! no? This is not uh, Norman Greensbond. Oh. Yeah, no. Flaccid dongs in South Carolina? No, it's like Tales from South Carolina. Oh, yeah. That was just a chapter, like a short story? Well, I mean, it was surprisingly a large part of the book, Hmm. but it kind of dived in and out. The idea was was a story about little Johnny Rico and uh, his time in South Carolina while he was staying with his grandmothers while his parents were going through a divorce. So he probably went to this place. Oh, yeah. So it was flaccid dong showed up. So we, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna look this. I'll look it up. I'll just see what we can find. So we find a a gay nightclub in South Carolina that oh, also that's is allowed. Also classified as like a strip club, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. And it's not this night. It's another another night. We go like we find other stuff to do that night. You guys so gave like, up. We gave up immediately. It was it was too far to go the other direction. That's this place was 20 minutes the other way. I was already disheartened and everything with that's that. it we're just gonna and go I'm back secured, to the hotel i'm secure and we're just gonna stare at the wall is what we're, gonna do. we're gonna go to fucking bed because we'll bed. get up and play fucking mini golf tomorrow morning because yeah. right now i'm just too angry and frustrated so we uh so i'm like i'm secure enough with my mask only i've been to many of gay clubs with my wife it's fun because she is friends of the gays and, and i enjoy gay men as well like they're fun to hang out with yeah. especially when you play pool in front of them like they, they it's a very odd sport that to them although there is a pool table at every gay bar i've ever been to in my life <laughs> really yeah and i start playing pool and then they all start watching like oh my god like them, like no one's ever somebody's done actually using that someone's using this thing and uh and we always get a crowd we always get a crowd of people watching watching us play you play pool? pool exactly so you're not a good pool player oh yeah i am oh my god no, i've seen you play pool bobby because there was another we went to multiple gay bars in south carolina because there was a dive bar uh gay bar St. George's, we'll throw out that right there. Yeah, they had a trivia night, so we went to a trivia night at a gay bar. How'd it go? Uh, was you guys pretty do? good. We didn't. We we showed up late. We were behind uh, the eight ball. Uh. We were we showed up six questions in, but uh, we held our own. We held our own. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we played pool that night, and again, got a crowd of people watching us because we were the only ones using the pool table ever, which has not been the first time at a gay bar. <laughs> so what's I don't know what, what it is. What, what are you guys doing? Hey, uh, I don't know. Gay guys, what are you using the uh, pool bar? Pool Every table gay for? bar I've ever been in oh, has a pool table. They're actually using the pool table to play pool. Guys, come on. Guys, let's gather what's around. going on? Let's gather around. Oh, this know? is weird. And we're going to actively root for, you know, the girl. A uh, person. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they think I'm like beating her up and everything like that. I mean, that's, yeah. So again, we go to this, we go to this nightclub, strip club thing, right? It's an amalgamation. Okay. There's a pool table there. 
Immediately right. go over to the pool table. It's a great icebreaker. Again, no one's playing it. They're actually standing in front of all the pool cues, and then once the like, like <laughs> they realize we're playing pool, they're like they they all like this the group of guys. They move and they're like, oh, the pool cues are here. I'm like, oh, cool, thank you. And we start playing, and they start watching us again. It's one of these so weird phenomenons, right? It's happening all the time. Note to self: play pool at a gay bar. All Note right. to self, yeah. And so uh, this is much more packed. It's much more nightclub feel and everything how much uns, 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 a lot uns, of uns, uns, uns going on and you can smoke in there so it was quite uh oh, smoky yeah. and stuff that's as a well. weird thing yeah so, did you feel like you were traveling in time a little bit i actually it was fun because i liked it for a little bit and then all of a sudden it was like i i can't breathe anymore <laughs> i need to like get outside yeah. but anyway um we were assured there was there was guys dancing in underwear uh, in cages in cages all right yeah. so that was happening but there was no like runway or anything like that, yeah. and we were assured that there was a show happening. There was a show that was going. Are you guys staying for the show? And we're like, I, they're like, the show's going to happen in like twenty minutes. I'm like, all right, well, okay, what, gonna, whatever this is, we're going to stay for the show. And I, have you ever been to a drag show? Uh no, I haven't. Okay, been to a few. Been to a few. It's not on my bucket list, but I would go to one. It's an it's an interesting experience. I I can't. Would say. you say it's an experience? Yeah, I just said it. I just said it was an interesting experience. So is this before? Okay, this is in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay, yeah. and you flew there. Mm-hmm. Took an airplane. So I'm getting. I'm getting the fact. I thought you've been to a drag show before. So I haven't. You haven't. No. So a drag show normally is just men dressing up as women yeah. and in, some lip singing. Singing normally, in my experience, has been singing. Like they come out and they sing. Not lip syncing? Not lip syncing. Right? Oh. They come out and they sing and they're singing things. You know, it's like they're singing songs. Usually Lady Gaga is involved and everything, but they're singing. What did they do before Lady Gaga? Uh, Julie Andrews? Bette Midler. I don't know. Like uh, Liza Minnelli. Ooh. I don't know. But anyway. So do you we, know a good Liza Minnelli song? Uh, is there any da, songs? Da, 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 da. I don't know. Anyway. Did you just do like the McDonald's? No, there's a hello boys with a song to sing and da 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 da. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it. <laughs> so anyway, we're like front and center for this like this drag show that starts. They do it on the pool table? They didn't do it on the pool table. <laughs> okay. But we were close to the pool table. There's like an arena, like a gladiator style arena Ooh. that they all come out. All right. And they, but they come out, they, they're lip syncing to the songs. Okay. They're running around. Running? They're not, they're not taking off any clothes. No. They immediately just stop in. Everyone's just holding out dollar bills and everything. Like the just, the, I've never seen this in a drag show before. I've never okay. seen. Okay. It was like elements of a strip club and a drag show, and then like really bad karaoke where no one's singing. All combined into this situation mm. of like, I don't, I don't want to be a dick. I'm not going to give you money. You're not doing anything. You're just running around. Everyone's yelling very, very loud, and everyone's going crazy <laughs> over aspects of the song. And I'm like, <laughs> and I look at my wife. I'm like, I. What is impressive about what's going on here? I feel like anyone could go out there and just kind of like run around and like lip sync and then just literally just grab money and everyone's just like oh. fawning more so than I've ever seen at a strip club ever. I feel like the caricature of a strip club where people where the guys are just like, I got tons of money. Here you go. And they're throwing dollars and shit like that. That was exemplified <laughs> at this gay nightclub yeah. in South Carolina more so than any other time where someone's it's casually thrown a dollar out or given a dollar weird. to a g-string like yeah. into a g-string or eating a cold combo at the dancing table or anything like that and we just left and we're like what what was they weren't even singing like they weren't they knew all the words they weren't even singing what was this what and the, so the uber driver picked us up and he was like 
well, did you guys, uh, <laughs> did you guys know where you were? And, and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, we knew where we were. It's like, oh, I thought like maybe just like an Uber driver, like dropped you off as a joke or something like that and everything. I'm like, that's not how Ubers work. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, well, for starters, that's not how Ubers that's work. That's not how Ubers work. And also, that's, is this a joke you guys play here in South Carolina? Just dropping people <laughs> off at the gay night? Oh, you guys might like this strip, yeah. uh, this strip show, uh, you know, cross-dressing thing that's the kind of not really a thing, but it's kind of a thing. You might want to throw a bunch of money at them, though. <laughs> and they would just go. don't play pool because they'll look at you. <laughs> they'll look at you. They'll look at you. But the other thing is that, like, first off, they were very nice. I mean, everyone was nice. But the, everybody but, was polite. Everyone was polite. Absolutely, it was, it was a fantastic southern charm. But uh, the but the the dancers that would come out, they would like just take the money from your hands. Like, and there's yeah. plenty of people that are just like, again, take like, my money. I'm trying to shut remember, up and take my money. Remember, like the scene from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where they're like all like huddled around, like uh, in the the Foot Clan and everything, where you know, you know, like one of the I think one of them's on a skateboard or something like that, going through. Any anytime you get a huddled mass of people with like money betting on shit. Oh yeah. You know, and I don't understand like, how that like I This is the this is the situation though that it was. It was just like people like all over the fucking place with money in their hands, just throwing uh, it, uh, having uh, it. Yeah, just yeah. doing that kind of motion with their I hands. I don't understand. And then they'd come through and so these dancers at the end of their, you know, half a song they'd sing would just have like yeah. two large handfuls of dollars and whatever and then that's it. And they would just But leave. they'd actually sing though? No. They just lip sync for like half. See, like lip syncing didn't take uh, off any clothes. Didn't didn't uh, didn't sing anything. Just ran through and then just hit the high, like hit like the high moments of the song, and that was enough. Like the song's doing all the work. Everyone just knows that you know, poker face is going to go to this point, you know, and so we're going to react accordingly. I like poker face. I like poker face too, but not enough to like tip like five bucks, you know, for someone lip syncing it. I well I. I it was a it was an interesting experience. Have never been to a drag show, ever. Really, I don't know drag show etiquette, and I, I know I, you're not supposed to go to the bathroom during one. My wife found out the hard way in New York when we went to one. What do you mean? You're not supposed to go to the bathroom during a drag show. How long is a drag show? I guess, or like in the middle of a performer. In the middle of a performance, yes, you're not supposed to go. When she we, got heckled. The, uh, we, she got pulled up on stage. She, okay. Yeah, she got pulled up on stage, and then they they you know made fun of her. I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I like that interaction. She was told not to do it, and then she d- did it. She was told not to do it. Yeah, she was told. We had by again, someone in the know. I'll give you another another experience here. So we went to New York in 2019, and it was it was June, so it was Gay Pride Month. June in New York. June I've New heard York. a lot of good things. It's gorgeous. It was fun. It was great. And uh, this comedian was talking about this famous gay bar down the street. Very uh, influential in in uh, gay rights and uh, like Stonewall. Era. Yeah, yeah, okay. I believe. Yep, that, I believe that was actually the name of it. Oh, yeah. you, the, went, the you went to the Stonewall. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're like, oh, cool. Are you, are you familiar with? We were n- then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Stonewall rights. Yeah. Yep. So we went. So we're like, okay, let's go. Let's take it out. This is uh, weird thing where they're like, let's have a gay bar, and everybody's like, no. Yep. I'm like we're even gonna a, have one. Even in New York City, yeah. they're like, you don't get to have a gay bar here. So. We go to the Stonewall, and uh, lo and behold, there's a pool table. So we start playing pool. <laughs> <laughs> and again, just huddled masses of, of, of people 
Just They're watch. actually using the pool oh table, boy. Oh, guys, hold on. Someone's using the pool table. So we made friends. We just thought that was for show. And so we made friends, and we were sitting around talking. And they're like, well, there's a drag show going on upstairs in a little bit. You guys should come up and check it out. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Whatever. We're here. We're like, it's, I mean, yeah. we're in New York. When in Rome. You know? We're in Rome. Right, exactly. So we go up, and um, we met uh, a lovely couple. Uh, they were... Uh, very nice to us, showing us the the ropes of the place. I mean, there wasn't much to learn and everything. Sure, but we. But uh, one of the things was there like some kind of chant that everybody had to do with like hand claps. No, there was a weird like yeah, you had to like bend over and cough, but that was just personal, I guess. Oh. Um So anyway, <laughs> no, we went upstairs and so this the, before or after pool table. This is after pool table. Did we, you fly there? Yeah, we flew there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, not specifically to go there, but we did, ended up going there. Um, <laughs> But they, they told us, like, hey, one thing is just don't go, like, if you have to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom now, because it's it's considered rude to go to the bathroom during the during the show. So just don't go to the bathroom during is the show. Is it one performer after the other? There's no, like, slight interlude? There like, was multiple There was multiple performers. There was, like, an MC of the show. Could you go to the, go to the bathroom during the MC's portion? No, because that's when my wife actually went to the bathroom. See, that feels... Telling my, telling my wife that she ha- cannot go to the bathroom... That's a is death a, sentence. Is a, yeah, she she is immediately going to have to go to the bathroom in that time frame. Yeah. Like, in a time frame. Yes. So yeah. it doesn't matter if it's like, hey, the next five minutes, you can't go to the bathroom. She's going to have to... Well, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom now. It's, like, they would have been better off had they known her to just not mention anything, and she would have forgot about it or yeah. not thought about it. But anyway, so she goes to the bathroom. She's like, I, I got it. I got to go. During the MC. During the MC. Which I feel like is fine. Uh, in, in my opinion. Look, the MC handled it well. My wife handled it well because she went, she got to the bathroom. All right, so she went to the bathroom. So I think the MC knew like, okay, this must be an emergency. But coming back, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let this slide. Okay. So she like pulled her up on stage as she was coming out. She's like, wait, 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 you. You blah, blah, blah. And like shined the spotlight on her. And they. That's fine. They brought her up and she asked her some questions and. You know, made fun of her not being, you know, fabulous and stuff. So, You're, oh, she's not fabulous. Well, I mean, fabulous in the other your way. words. Well, <laughs> okay, all right. Don't try to get me in trouble. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Uh, no, this is interesting. I like. I feel like the MC should be a safe space. You know, like I'm not. I'm respecting the performance. I'm not saying the MC is not a performance, but you know what I mean. It's, well, and I feel that's why she let her go yeah. to the bathroom, but she wasn't going to let it. You know, stand that she that she was going to just I get think, away with it scot free. I think it's a fun bit, but this I, I mean, it, and it was I a think fun. It's, it was it's all a in bit. jest, and we talked with uh, it was Eliza Minnelli style MC, um, and we talked with her afterwards, and and she was very nice, and uh, she was very fun about like giving her shit and everything like that, and right. But that's also where I got in my head because we had gone to another one. I'm because I was trying to like think like how many how many drag, drag shows have you been to? Have I been to? Look, he's just a real world traveler over here. I went off and had five kids, and uh, I've been, and, and, I've been yeah, to five drag shows. I I've think. been to five drag shows. Yeah, I think that was in the multiple numbers. states. One was on accident. The first one I ever went to was a place in in <laughs> town here in Dubuque. Uh, oh, you went to One Flight Up? Yeah, well, no, that, it wasn't one. Was it, it was. It was. It was. There was a gay bar called One Flight Up. But back when I was in high school, they would they would they be one of drag the, shows. They'd be one of the few places though, that would host local bands and stuff as well, especially local oh, underage really? bands. And so you could you could actually like rent out the space and have a show. And yeah. so us being stupid high school kids decided like, hey, let's just go there one night and like we'll just we'll just like book our band and everything like that. And we walk in and yeah. it's a drag show, so we we have to be like seventeen and we're like, what the fuck is what's going what on? What's going on here? I don't count that necessarily as being at a drag show because now they're they, luxury loft apartments. Yeah, because <laughs> they were like, you got it, you got to get out of here. So uh, and then we went to another you one. You kids get out of here. Get out of here. And then we went to another one in uh, Vegas. 
that was more traditional drag show, but it was just a kind of a you know, it's always. Did one anybody of those get up go, get up to go to the bathroom? We were far enough away. It was also a pool hall. Again, another. Hold on, what? I know another fucking situation. <laughs> Every gay bar <laughs> I've ever been to has had a pool table, and I played pool at it. Okay, that's okay. the icebreaker. Period. That's just it. Period. That's just it. And yes. every time I play pool, every time, every time, there was less gawking at that one because that was like a legit pool hall that sure. so happened to have. I don't uh, think it was like a gay bar. It but was it a just pool happened hall to have a drag show. It was having a drag show. It was day. accidentally having a drag show. Yeah, like so it, we went to play pool agent, and a drag show broke out. The booking agent is like, I don't know. I guess we can do it's a drag Wednesday show. night. Well, I, got, like, got, we, I mean, we don't have anything else going on, so we might as well just have a drag. They'll okay. come out. I mean, people come out. People like drag shows. People like pool. Put them together, yeah. and you've got the classic American novel. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write the classic American <laughs> novel: billiards and drag queens. <laughs> billiards and drag queens. But, uh, uh, but yeah, one every up. every drag show I've been to up until this point had people singing. They were legit. They were That's actually funny. singing the songs. See, I've always, I, I like in me and my very tangential, like n- not even surface level. Oh, you never been grasp of what a drag show is. Mm-hmm. I always thought it involved lip syncing. I thought lip syncing, and and here's something that after I had a conversation last night, I need to rewatch. Uh, Tu Wong, Wong Fu. Fu. Thanks for everything. Like, we were talking. We were talking about Tu Wong Fu yeah. last night. I was like. Who huh. who was who was talking to about Tu Wong Fu? Oh, uh, like uh, just my sister in law. Okay, I don't remember. What, like, so I this is a full circle. I think thing I think we were talking about Patrick Swayze movies. I think it's a good one. They want to go what they want to go. They're gonna have my some people. They're doing some uh, uh, getting high and eating brunch and watching movies. Things okay. like periodically. Is and this a like an event that's happening? No, or they just no, like they just thing they want to do. Yeah, just well, no, they just want to get high. They did it once, and now they're going to try to do it uh, weekly, not weekly, monthly. What was the Swayze movie they watched? They haven't watched one, but oh. they're like, we we need to watch Dirty Dancing. That's oh. like we need to watch Dirty Dancing and uh, do stuff. And uh, and I was like, oh no, that, yeah, we're like, yeah, we just. And then uh, maybe somebody else mentioned another like Patrick Swayze movie. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're Point not going to watch Doc. You're not gonna watch Black Dog. <laughs> I know who <laughs> said that. <laughs> you know, Black. You even watch Black Dog, and what you know, Randy Travis and Meatloaf in that one. Yeah. Uh, and then like, then they started talking about Tu Wong Fu, mm-hmm. and Wesley Snipes talk about Blade. Exactly. Fucking Wesley fucking Snipes. That's the beauty of the podcast, right? Wesley Snipes is, and uh, one of the gals like, yeah, I went and watched that movie in the movie theater with my family, with my parents. And How'd that go? And she's like. My dad, we got out of the movie, and, and she said that Chichi Rodriguez or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it's like really, man, yeah, that's an attractive woman. That's John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's John Leguizamo. But I want to say that there was a heavy amount of lip syncing in their perform in their drag performance. Yeah, I'm, but I haven't watched Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Here's the thing: in a very long time. When I'm going through and I'm thinking about this, I went to New York and I went to Las Vegas. Those are entertainment cities. I would say entertainment capital. Exactly. So wh- what what drag queen in in New York City is going to be lip syncing when they when they have pipes of gold? And right. They're, they're, I mean, show it off if you got it. And Same d- thing in Vegas. In Dubuque, though. That I, can't, that I can't speak of. That do, I can't speak of. Do you recall? To. It was all kind You're of a blur. Limited. It was all a blur of like fluorescent colors and sparkly things. And also, you know, drag queens. 
and you're like, uh, it was, I am distracted. I that was more that. like a, a flashback in a movie where you <laughs> like someone's been kidnapped and you don't really like see everything. Everything's kind of fuzzy, and you're just like, you're immediately told to get out of here. And you're like, a child, a ch- ch- these children showed up to. Uh, yeah. The gay bar, and now they we don't know what to do. We're just trying to book our band. I just want to book. We just want to book a band. Come on, book a band. Get out of here. I love like so I yeah. I'll I, say I've I, been to, I've been to four technically. You've been to four. Okay, two of the four I remember there being specific singing. Do so, you can't really count the Dubuque one though. Come on, you, you're counting the one flight no, up I, one. I can't. I can't. Okay, count. so I'm gonna. That's I'll, a fuzzy haze. So three. I'm just giving the drag shows a little bit of credit. Okay. To say like there could have been lip syncing going on, there could have been lip syncing okay. going on that okay. I did not witness. Okay. But I know. I don't know. I'll have to contact my uh, high school friend who. Uh, drag queen. I I don't know if like he'd fully well. I also I got a college friend, not college friend, college acquaintance mm-hmm. who did some heavy drag queen stuff. Yeah. My college friend, my high school friend, he did some. Yeah. Drag queen stuff, or uh, first off, I only see that's pictures. a lovely I, time. I only, I only see pictures on Facebook. It's, so. It was fun. I, I like getting hit on. It's nice. It's you know, it's one of those things where it's. Uh, I, I like a little play, attention. Just be, be, people playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. There was. I would go to the bathroom and and Myrtle Beach, and and someone started talking to me, and I was like, oh, I do like this attention. That's nice, but I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. I, I'm in a urinal, and uh, also I stereotypes I exist for a reason, bud. All right. So here's the deal. My I have a firm belief. A firm stance that if I'm in the bathroom, I don't exist. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I I want to be usually that's my thing unless I'm getting hit on. I've never been hit on in the bathroom until I went yeah. to Myrtle Beach. Same. I mean, same thing with like with a shower. Like I remember high school, like being in the shower. Did you shower in high school? Nope. That's. I I've mean, been to more drag shows than I've showered with men before. Yeah. yeah. I like I was showered with men more than you've multiple been with drag times. Yeah. Multiple times. I remember we went to like a Catholic retreat. Yeah, and it was one of those weekend long retreats that I went to for a girl. Because yeah, because that's what you. That's did. what you do. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was like a dare. It was almost a dare at the end of it. Like, oh, oh. all right, guys, we're, we're gonna go do yeah, this. Let's, do let's, go, let's go do let's this. Go let's go do this. Take a shower. Everybody. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And so we just we just dared each other to end up doing it. I think I put a see that's <sighs> the red hot chili peppers were huge. So I think I put a a, a sock on sock my penis. On your dock. Yeah, my penis. And yeah. yeah, it was it was funny. But no, we did not get comfortable. With uh, showering with each other, that's. The, I mean, I don't know. Because like, I'm assuming you got comfortable with it. I mean, you'd have to, right? You have to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would take a shower with dudes like five days out of the week. Mm-hmm. Like that's what my life was. I would take a shower over under. Are you in? Are you in quadruple digits? Have you taken over a thousand showers with dudes in your in your lifetime? Uh, I don't think so. Well, no. hold on. Let's do the math here. Uh, let's do some quick math. Let's do, do some quick math. Okay. Let me pull out my phone here. And, and this is no judgment. Like, this is the thing about it. Like, this is the thing where it pissed me off with our Uber driver when he was like, oh, did you guys come here? Yeah, I was like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. We can be secure in our sexuality and we can come have a okay. fun time with people. So and also. A, yeah, uh, go ahead. Well, and also, we're going to get back to how many dudes you showered with. But also, okay. the diversity that I saw inside the nightclub in South Carolina yeah. was off the charts. So racism doesn't exist. It's oh. just, you know, it's very... It's a very nuanced, rich tapestry of yeah. America. And so, I'm telling you, the amount of diversity inside that gay nightclub yeah. in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, okay. would be enough to make Anderson Cooper's head spin. Okay. So here's something. I'm going to piggyback. So when you and I went on vacation, I was also on vacation. Yeah. And I went to Universal Studios in Orlando. And that's just because that's what we do. Yeah. And that's one big gay nightclub. Right. So we were at the water park. Mm-hmm. 
Volcano Bay, which is lovely. Okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm walking around and even though it's like 60 degree weather. Oh, did you guys not have good weather? <laughs> well, it was like like the first day we showed up, it was 50s. Like it was like 50 something. Our day was cold too. We and then it was like 60s and eventually by the end of the week it was into the 80s. Gotcha. Like 81. Gotcha. Okay. But like we went to the water park like in the early in. <laughs> early into it. Fuck it. We're doing uh, this. Get like, in the pool. Well, Get in the like, pool. Our hotel's right next to the hotel we were staying at uh, was right next to the water park. It's like yeah. literally like you walk out the back door and you're in the wa- fucking water park. Yeah. You so just shove like, kids in. As like you we're go. fucking going. And everything was everything was heated oh, except for the one. Anyhow, so we're, I'm walking around. Uh, I was walking around with my wife and going to get a cocktail. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, everybody's got their swimsuit on and just walking around, right? And it's literally. There's really super tall people. There's really super short people. Mm-hmm. There's really super dark people. There's really super light people. There's fat people. There's skinny people. Mm-hmm. It's re- people with tattoos. People with no tattoos. Yeah. People wearing burkas. Like it's a full-on cornucopia of humanity that you're witnessing. <laughs> and it's like all on display. Everything is on display. Yeah. I don't think I, I didn't see any speedos, but but you could find oh, one. Huh. You you probably didn't have to search very far. No, I mean, if you well, wanted to find one, I don't, I don't recall seeing a speedo, but mm-hmm. I've seen speedos before, like yeah. on men. So it was just like this is, this is so inter- well. Well, I think with COVID and everything, there's not as many European travelers. If there's more, if it was, I've seen speedos before out yeah. the wild. Yeah, but it's like, it's so interesting to see humanity and absolutely how rich of a tapestry between. Like body shapes, body colors, body sizes, normal acceptance of day to day life. Yeah, it's just That's like the only this thing. is everybody. I and we're gonna get back to how many dudes you've showered with in your life, and, <laughs> because I think it's an interesting yeah. thing. But like, is so it? we we went and got we went and got just just the things that I think you don't see, and di- most people don't see. Right. We both went to the south, quote unquote. Right. Quote unquote. You know, so there are people that we live around that yes. would be like, oh, my God, you went to the South? Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Right. Right. First off, the South is lovely. It's it's perfectly fine. <laughs> right. And some stereotypes are true. Absolutely. You know, when you drive through, like, the Bible Belt in the Midwest, there's absolutely yeah, signs sure. that say yeah. you will burn in hell for going to this porn shop and stuff off the freeway. But uh, so we were there. We got to Myrtle Beach on a Sunday. The Monday, we went into the grocery store and got some groceries and stuff like that. I'm in the produce aisle. Did you aisle. buy liquor? Uh, no, you know, we never did, actually. It was it was available. There was places open on Sundays, but uh, that's a different story. Not okay. that interesting. But we're in the produce aisle. Not very busy. And this this uh, this African-American dude with dreads, like yeah. older dude, older gentleman, um, walks up to another guy, and I'm, I'm just looking for some meat and cheeses and stuff like that. He walks up to the other guy and he says, hey, man, were you in Vietnam? You know, were you in Vietnam? And this guy's wearing a hat and everything, and I'm just kind of like monitoring the situation yeah. and stuff like that, and they're talking loud enough where I don't have to like eavesdrop, like, and sure. it's not busy enough, there's no music playing or yeah. whatever. You can just hear it, and the guy was like, what, what'd you say? And he's like, oh, were you in Vietnam? And he's and he's like, yeah, 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 and he like told him his infantry, and, he's, and then the yeah. dude with dreads was like, I was in this yada, yada, yada infantry and everything with that too, and he's like, hey, man, you know, just, you know, thank you, man, for your, for your service, and the other guy was like, oh, thank you, man, for your service oh, too, awesome. and they kind of like shook hands, and they yeah. had a little, like, they had a little parlay back and you forth. You saw a little moment. And I got, I'm not a sentimental man. You got a little weepy? I got a little teary-eyed. Oh, I wow. was like, this is fucking little. That's. 
that's fucking something. That's a little beautiful little moment. And I was like, oh my God. And then immediately I had to go tell somebody. So I went and told my wife. Yeah. Like, you just this thing that should be on the news. Like you should see this. Like This is a viral. I mean, honestly, like of the gazillion fucking viral videos right. out there. Like yeah. that's a real fucking thing. It was a real moment. It was, I was purely organic. And I'm like, for all the people that are like, oh my God, you went to the South. I'm like, fuck off. That was just a really also, nice, that was a pure, that organic moment over something horrible over on top of something that's historically been horrible. Right. right. You know, and like. It just is, it's getting to know people. It's being surrounded by people. It's being, obviously, you know, people can be assholes of any race, creed, ethnicity, gender, whatever the fuck. Like, right. th- that can happen all over the place. Assholism knows no race. Exactly. But there's also pure, organic, great moments, which is why when we got picked up from this nightclub and the guy was giving us, oh. like, shit, but like, oh, did you know where you get dropped? I was like, don't do that. Like, yeah, that's fucking dumb. This is fucking stupid. It's stupid. Like, they were, everyone was really nice. Yeah. No one's like, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here kind of thing. And yeah. so back to the guys you've showered with. All right. I, I think here's the interesting thing okay. is that, like, I, I remember talking with a guy, a Vietnam vet, yeah. and him, like, I he's like I just started wearing a hat. Like, I mean, this is like five years ago. Okay. I had this conversation with him. Yeah. He's like, I just started wearing a hat. You know, mm-hmm. a Vietnam vet hat, and like, cause he just he felt so bad about it. He, like, he felt so bad about his time. He felt so like, I mean, just how shit, how absolute, like how absolutely how shitty. absolutely shitty everything was. Everything was about the Vietnam War. Yeah, and just like. I have dealt with it. It's been difficult. Like, like he was years removed Mm -hmm. and like saw a, read an article like in Newsweek is like, Hey, you know, talking about like the signs of fucking like a PTSD. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh yeah. (laughs) He's like, he's like, Oh, that one, that one, that, that 30 years, that, that (laughs) 40 years. I mean, no, he was like five years. I mean, like, I mean, five or 10 years removed from Vietnam, from Vietnam. Oh, and and reading and reading like newsweek. He's like, gotcha. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah. I guess, I guess I've, (laughs) I've got PTSD. Like (laughs) I've never had to like sit there and explain out to me. Like just how should he, like he had a really great story about like, uh, he was, uh, he was in, uh, when, what's the word? Uh, fucking cannons and shit. He's in, not infantry. Uh, I'm not armory. What's um, the, well, isn't it? It's it's what is what's the fucking word? Anyhow, where they fucking shoot cannons. Okay, uh, armory. I think no, it's not armory. It's anyway. oh, anyhow. Um, people are screaming. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> they were shouting Ace Ventura. <sighs> yeah, uh, and uh, he was talking about like, you know, we're so far removed from the front line because we're shooting. You know, we're we're mm-hmm. support pretty much. And uh, not ballistics, like, not ballistics. God damn it. Um, anyway, it's gonna, I'm gonna shout it like out of nowhere. I'm just gonna fucking scream it. Yeah. <laughs> the duck attack of my lungs. And he's like, uh, and I was just sitting there, I was talking to my good friend, and a shell landed like next to us, and it like a sh- piece of shrapnel hit him right in the fucking chest and fucking killed him right then and there, and nothing happened to me. And I, he, I sit there and he's like, he died. Mm-hmm. Is standing right next to me. Right next to you. At a fucking sheer luck, nothing happened to me. And just yeah. and how much that fucking weighed on him, and how fucking horrible it was about everything. It would keep you up at night <laughs> for many decades, <laughs> for fucking years, for lifetimes. He's like, ah. and it's like, I and just and then also just how shitty everybody fucking treated these people coming back, coming back. Exactly. He's like. He, I got back, I got back, I flew into JFK, 
and I was sitting at the bar and I'm wearing my uniform because you know, like you do. Mm-hmm. And I got to the bar, ordered my beer and then I sat down and then after five minutes I looked up and I realized everybody had moved away from me. Wow. And everybody like, like some kind of weird polarization where mm-hmm. everybody just moved away from me Yeah, and nobody wanted to be even close to me. Well, and, and it, how isolating that was. Oh my God. Of, of course. When you, I mean, when you're looking at, I mean, when you're looking at like world war two to a lesser extent, the Korean war, cause I, yeah. I, I would, um, I think there was less, uh, pomp and circumstance coming back from the Korean war as there was for the world war two. Sure. I mean, when you come back from world war two and my God, everyone's a hero. We've done it. We've defeated the, Hey, there was yeah. no like fucking big debt. I mean, there was some declaration with the DMZ, but it was a stalemate. It, it wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, su- a surrender where yeah, we give almost, up fucking control of our fucking country. Yeah. It's almost like you get the double edged sword from it too, where uh, you get the military guys are like, well, you lost this one kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck, fuck off. fuck off. And then also you get, the first, I mean, really, the first televised war, Vietnam, uh, right. when people are seeing bodies, like bodies coming back, you know, they're seeing actual like warfare kind of going on the television and stuff like that. Um, not to mention the political movement, and then un- not understanding, and it's it is applicable to this time. Everybody, everyone <laughs> should remember this. Why are we here? Like, first off, yeah, why are we here? What are we doing here? What's the real goal? Like, and also, can we separate the people from the? Uh, from the governments and yeah. in the agendas that are going on because I feel like there's, I feel like there's a, a pretty big understanding and, and maybe it's just, you know, maybe I'm getting fed. I'm, I'm hold on. Maybe I am getting fed propaganda. I know I'm yeah. getting fed propaganda. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, how much of that is, it, you know, hearing soldiers say, Oh, I were, we were told this this is i mean why i'm here is because i was told that this is happening Mm -hmm. and now i'm fucked and also that which i guess is against the geneva convention (laughs) well and we run and we run into things and again like i i uh i'm not a huge fan of just support the military to support the military i think that's a i think it's a huge problem because it does send people into harm's way that don't need to be sent into harm's way i think it's a cog in a machine and i think it's one of those things where you just de facto like we'll support the military you know that's just what we do that's what we do we support the military blah 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 blah. i'm like i would rather not see those kids go off and die how about that yeah um and i think when we run into like things like the afghanistan war the iraq war you know when we get into syria when we get into yemen when we get into libya all these different like you know yeah. proxy wars but also wars that are actually happening some people are seeing some real um you know significant warfare some people are very far off from the distance dropping drones and not really kind of realizing what they're doing until after they've done it kind of thing and then also yeah. you're dealing with the the third party uh paramilitary operations coming through and shit like that which are really doing what are considered war crimes when russia does it but not when america does yeah. it and that's where it's so convoluted but the, the the people that are dealing with it on the ground floor are still dealing with the same kind of trauma coming back they're not appreciated they're not uh i mean how many how many homeless people how many homeless uh people are are ex-vets i mean I mean, still for even from Vietnam. I mean, uh, from Vietnam, not that many. Because listen, hey, it's a lot. There's a lot of when you when homeless people that are vets. When you're living on the street, when you're living on the street, that's a fucking hard life. Oh, and totally, if you're in your totally. fucking when you're in your seventies and you're homeless, yeah, but, but they don't make it. But a lot of, there's a lot of mental illness in homeless vets coming back. Yeah, and well, there's I mean, a lot there's, of that. There's a lot of mental illness when with regards to veterans. So it's just it, the troops. 
it is the troops, but again, it's also like I, I've always just had the mentality of like I would just rather not see you go off and fight this war you don't need to fight. Mm-hmm. I think it's a shell. Like you're going over there for very altruistic beliefs. Like you're an idealist, and I believe it. Yeah. Like, you know, love it or leave it. You know, we're gonna go. We're gonna bring democracy to this place. You know, and now we're defending democracy or we're defending freedom or we're defending sure. this stuff. And it's just a slight tweak of the narrative. That's all it is. It's a slight tweak of the narrative. Um, so. I get why you're doing it. I don't, uh, this also goes back to our Myrtle Beach time. Like <laughs> okay. another little anecdote that we had. Cause we went and saw this band that played um, at. Did the, you play pool there? We did not, but there was did a place called. Did you take an airplane there? We did. We took an airplane to Myrtle Beach. Oh, okay. Which is right on the beach, by the way. Yeah. The, air, the airport's right on the beach. Really? Isn't that fun? Hmm. You, get to, you get to fly over the ocean right, in, right into the airport. So we went to the Bowery, which is the home of Alabama. The band Alabama started in Myrtle Beach, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wrap your head around that. Okay. Okay. Mind blown a little bit. I don't Okay, I don't like it. You this. don't like it? Oh, well, no. Right. This is wrong. <laughs> I've been fed I've been fed lies for so many so for so many years. Right. This is like right. This. this is wrong. That's a good show title. We're going to do right this is wrong. Yeah. Right. This is wrong. Um so it was one of the first places we saw. There's a boardwalk. There's a, like a nice boardwalk you can walk up and down Myrtle Beach proper. Yeah. Um, and we saw the home of Alabama, you know, the, the starting home of Alabama. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? That, that makes zero that makes zero sense. <laughs> We're in South Carolina. What Alabama clearly started in Alabama. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> right. right. If you're going to play in Texas. <laughs> you got to have a fiddle over there, right? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Texas is way farther away from South Carolina right. than Alabama. A, fucking Bama. What, what the fuck was Alabama doing? So okay. anyway, so we we were like, okay, well, I think it was I think it was the Monday night. I think it was the first night we were there. We're Sunday like, night. Well, Sunday night we 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 didn't go to the Bowery. Okay, okay. We, so the second night we were there. I, I apologize. Okay. okay, thank you. Okay, we went and saw. I need to keep you on task. Yeah, thank you. There was a band playing. The band was fine. The, Alabama was it Alabama? It wasn't Alabama. Oh, it wasn't Alabama, but it was a rare sight to see for a musician of my my you know uh, experience caliber. It was a house band. It was they were playing there a house band all the time. A house they played band, do you say? Every night. What? They had all their stuff set up, ready to go every night. They played there every fucking night we were there. Every night. Wow. And I was like, and they were they were probably like 25. You know, they were playing wow. They were playing the country hits of the day and then they also played, you know, they played some old country stuff and everything like that. Everyone but the lead singer was very good. Uh, there was one guy in the band. We just started watching Eastbound and Down when he goes to Myrtle Beach to play okay. uh, baseball, and uh, there was a guy that looked exactly like Danny McBride. Like that's on purpose to the fucking that's tea. on purpose. And it was totally absolutely on purpose. But uh, like he was the he was the best guy in the band. And I was like, oh, he's he's the star. So anyway, so we have a fun night the Friday or the Monday night, and we decide on Friday night we'll we'll go back. You know, now yeah. it's spring breaking. Now now everyone's here. Spring break's time. Now it's happening, right? We it's, went it's our time. Well we went on a Monday, right, and we got a front row seat. Oh. You know, in the in the table. Like oh, we could just walk right up and just sit there and stare. <laughs> and I was just fucking A and R staring bullets like I'm not gonna give you guys shit. Let me just gonna stare You show me what you got. You show me what you got. You guys, show me right? what you got there, Junior. Well we go into Friday and it is a packed fucking house. Like it is standing room only. We ended up finding some seats in the way, way, way back. And uh they're they're going fucking nuts. And now all of a sudden all these like country music, like contemporary country music songs they're playing, all these bros are just going fucking nuts for them. They're like they're headbanging to them and everything like that. It was quite a sight to see. 
But then at one point they started uh they started a let's go Brandon chant. The band did. They started a let's go Brandon and the cacophony of let's go Brandon. I've not been around a chant. That's weird. I've not been around a chant where it like yeah. engulfs and it's yeah. like especially something as polarizing as let's go Brandon. A and deafening I, chant of let's go Brandon. And I I find let's go Brandon hilarious. I I think it's I think it is one of those things when you look back in 20 years you'd be like that was fucking hilarious. It's fucking I don't hilarious. I, I don't uh, I I think it's from the reporter saying clearly they're saying fuck Joe Biden yeah. and you can hear everyone they're just shouting let's go Brandon. That's that's, that's funny. That's, that's hilarious. Funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. The weird lean into it. Oh. I I I think it's a weird lead in. No, it, think back to like a think back to like a grade school joke. Like if you could if you could, if you could get the, away that was the thing I was going to say. It's childish. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you could get away in 3rd, 4th, 5th grade with saying let's go Brandon and then the teacher knows what you're saying and you know what you're saying but she can't but say she it's can't wrong. She can't say it's wrong. Right. Right. That is funny. We we do we need to appreciate that. And I don't if think it happened with Trump, everyone would everyone on the fucking other side would be like, "Oh, it's hilarious," and they would be doing the same damn thing. I don't I, like they you, did fuck Donald Trump. Uh, I I understand what you're saying. I think that it's my job. How can you not find it funny? Because I, I think it's I think it's dumb childish. I think it's look buying I a t shirt buying a t shirt that says "Let's Go Brandon" or is dumb or bumper sticker or, bumper or sticker a flag. Shirt. So is buying "We Stand with Ukraine." It's the same kind of it's the I, same kind of thing falling into the same fucking trap. My thing my thing is you get away from my story. We should be completely fucking. You should question your government. You should be able to fucking challenge your government yep. at every fucking turn. Yeah, and right? you could do it in a really funny way. But it's not funny. It's oh, I, it I, is. I, I think it's like it's so organic. How can it not be funny? It's so I, organic. I, I think it's <sighs> she tried to sweep something that was clearly happening under the rug, or. Or I, she, or was she. Told, was told, that's that's not my problem. I don't have a pro, I don't have a problem with. You've mm-hmm. said on this podcast before that let's go, Brandon's funny. I, that 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 part is. Yeah. The fucking. I'm not out here buying a T-shirt or buying a bumper sticker, and nor did I, I. Nor did I chant "Let's go, Brandon" when the chant started. I think, but I can appreciate humor when I see it. But that's and not, here's the other side of the humor. Okay, is that the other side of the humor? Amongst amongst this huge chant of "Let's go, Brandon." Was one guy yeah. to my right, yeah. immediately sitting next to me, yelling as loud as he could, like he was going to change everyone's Everybody's mind, mind. Yeah. saying, let's go Biden, let's go Biden, let's go Biden. He's- I'm like, I almost want to be like, dude, okay, first off, you're not going to change everyone's mind. That's clearly chanting, let's go Brandon. And you can't let them just have a joke. You can, you have to take it. It's not even creative. It's not a creative workaround. No, I think- Let's go Biden is not a creative workaround to let's go Brandon. It's not taking it back. We're not going to take back the streets. I think it's... The problem is that dude's going to go and tell that story to all of his friends about him being a fucking hero. Well... And then to uh, reverse the narrative of everyone in the South is you know, just a racist prick. Uh, no one said shit to him. Everything just went on with normal. Like no one said anything. See, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's what I up. want. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I'm saying. Um, I, no, I, I explore I, the world. I find let's go, Brandon. Maybe it's because I saw a shitty country raps video uh, featuring this, you know, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, sure. No doubt it's going to be. Well, no. Where, but no, where, like, it's this dumb childishness. And not to say 
that I don't appreciate dumb childishness. <laughs> okay. I just don't. There, There's something I don't care for. And maybe it's because of... I I wish to be the higher not higher road person, right? When it comes to but it's politics. It's fucking stupid. Well, yeah, it should all be burned to the ground. Well, that's the problem. Is that so? It again. That's where I go back to to it. Like when, when, when they were saying it. fuck Donald Trump, it just wasn't creative. They were just saying fuck Trump, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. That's all they were saying. Uh huh. And it wasn't creative. At least this is creative. Well, it wasn't. I don't think it's creative. <laughs> it's more creative than fuck Trump. I don't. Th- I don't think. And if something came out that was equally like, "fuck Trump," in, it, if there was a "let's go Brandon" style of "fuck Trump," I would find it, it just as funny. There's give it just as much credit. Of all the fucking demonization of Donald Trump over his four-year tenure, mm-hmm. and there wasn't a single, not a chant. Ch- it was "fuck Trump." It was, that's all it was. It was fuck Trump. They were they were not very creative with it. I mean, which, I, I, which outside goes of, back to outside my of Robert thing. De Niro saying fuck Donald Trump at the SAG Awards or whatever the fuck it was. Right, but again, game respect game where it's when you're at least creative with it. When you're creative with it, and this is the thing that goes back to like canceling comedy and canceling uh, yeah. humor and stuff. If it's a lazy joke. If it's a lazy racist joke, if it's a lazy joke, if it's a lazy misogynistic sure. joke, if it's okay. a lazy like, oh, would you guys go to a gay bar? Oh, like that right. kind of joke. That's lazy. It's just lazy. So it's offensive because it's not funny just to go there immediately. Like I can't just call you a name and it's funny. But if it's funny because I there's a nuance I've, to I it. I think I found it. I think I figured but it out. If it's funny, if there's a nuance to it and there's an actual joke behind it. Yeah. That's not just making fun of it. It's I go back to like the lethal weapon. Um. Uh, it's always oh, sunny episodes where it's like, no, they're clearly talking nuanced. Like they're talking about whether it's appropriate or not to wear yeah, blackface. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. They're not wearing blackface <laughs> to be funny. They're talking about whether it's appropriate or not yes. in the lethal weapon yeah. remake they're making. It's satire. It's nuanced. There's layers. Right. You have to peel right. back the layers. Now, if they're just doing like a jazz singer style, like we well, are not going to hire black people. So you need to like Al Jolson it up over I here. I love fucking Al Jolson. That's a little. I own an Al Jolson record, by the way. And you'll you won't admit. Let's say. go, Brandon's funny, but you'll admit you own an Al Jolson record. I, you know, here here's the deal. I think okay. I I got. I, I, figured, figured I figured it out. Cool. Um, when I was told that we need to bring like decency back to the White House, yeah, and we need to respect the office, yeah, right, yeah, like I want to believe that. Yeah, because it was. And so, like, getting blowjobs in the Oval Office was cool. Well, no, no, no. no. I that mean, was, it that, is. That was, George, cool. that was George Bush's. That was, no, George, it was Bill Clinton. No, George Bush was like, we need to bring decency back to the White House. George W. Yeah, W. W. Yeah, yeah. It, where he was like, so we we're going to bring Dick Cheney, and he's going to fucking fucking everything. Up. He's going to be a war I, criminal. I think I do believe that there should be some kind of somewhat of a respect of the office. Sure, that's why I say president. Biden, President Trump, sure, yeah. whatever. So, I, I, in the idea, I think I want to be a better person than to play partisan games. No, I know, I know. But here's the deal: most people chanting "Let's go, Brandon." I are, didn't start are, the chant, nor did I, I participate. In I'm that not chant. condemning you. I'm for, saying I'm not I'm giving you a boots on the ground experience. I'm that not condemning. I'm 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 trying to work through my problems with "Let's go, Brandon." Okay, it, which was. I think initially this is like it's this dumb thing. Who does it hurt though? Can I ask who does it hurt? 
the office. It hurts, it hurts the, all of us. It hurts the office. I think it so. Hurts, does fuck Trump hurt the office? In yes, hundred percent. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, so the thanks Obama hurts the office. That that whole meme, that whole oh, gift. Oh, you see, because I think is, thanks Obama is hilarious. Oh, I, I, I think fuck Trump is not original. I, uh, thanks Obama is original. I think that might be. I, I'm going like this is me to thinking about it. Um. I think thanks Obama was more directed towards Michelle. No. And that, that was like my, uh, that was my understanding. My interpretation, my, my interpretation, mm. my like introduction was with, see, I feel like thanks Obama is a very universal. I feel like people on the left and the right both use thanks Obama. Mm, yeah. I think, well, also it's just a really good. It's funny. That's funny. I don't find let's go brain. I find initial, I think there's a difference. We need to separate this out for you and me. It's all about <laughs> respecting the office. Uh, right. I think there's a difference. You gave me the parameters. I think there's a difference between the bullshit with the origin of Let's Go Brandon. That's the funniest part. That's the funniest part. Yeah. That's the funniest part. What's there's not a the, clear, what, There's what's a clear <laughs> like choir of people chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Yes. And she says, the crowd really loves you. They're chanting, let's go Brandon. That's hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. So that's going. That's like a ripple in time. That just that that is hit, and it was like a gong, and it just goes forever. Now, whatever little ripples come off of that and ever happen. See, I don't think they're little ripples. Like between between the bumper stickers and flags and shit, I don't think they're little. The same coordinated effort. Actually, there was a more coordinated effort to get the standby Ukraine shit out because, my God, again, going back to South Carolina. And the beach shops, which there are a ton of them. I don't know how much you saw down in Florida. No, like, yeah, no. But there was... They don't, uh, allow, they don't allow that shit in corporate America. Well... Taking sides. They don't... They don't. Holy uh, shit. I mean, I like, mean, like... Tchotchke's Central is fucking... Exactly. Tchotchke's Central was, like, standby, yes. staying with Ukraine, and people wearing it, and, like, bumper stickers and flags flying yeah. everywhere. And it was, like, immediate. It was, like... Yeah. Who had time to produce all this shit yeah. and get it here? Like, who who decided that? Hucksters. Hucksters. But who decided that it was like, okay, we made all this shit. The Hucksters. We're going to make all this shit. We need to get this to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for spring break. I think, no, I, I think that it's the. clearly a coordinated. Well, effort. I think the Hucksters have a fairly tight supply line. Uh, he, this is, I mean, I, I mean, mean, sunglasses worth three for 20 bucks. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this because, like, I knew, I knew COVID was over. Well, how I knew COVID was over because of Ukraine. No, yes, yeah. You ready for this? As a, like we're, I mean, of our weekly conversations. I mean, I like how you know, no, keep your keep I'm your calculator. How, many, dudes uh, how many times I've showered with the dude? Keep your calculator open, okay. please. Sorry, because uh, I I don't want to shut the door on that. <laughs> we're not shutting the door on that. <laughs> it's our hundredth episode. <laughs> we're we're, I need to, to calculate how many times I've showered with dudes, <laughs> and that's just that's how we celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we were like, I was driving home, right? And, uh, I don't, so the symbol of COVID and our community support has been like bullshit hearts, right? Okay. Right. Uh, you've noticed I, this? Uh, have you seen this? Have you seen have this? You seen, uh, have you seen uh, this? Hey, have you guys seen this? Like garbage bullshit hearts, like handcrafted people just cutting out hearts. Like and we're pasting in the windows. We're all in this together, right? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In the, in the hospital up on the up on the corner here. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it it's has like, you know, hearts everywhere that it, like then became faded with time because yeah, everyone's like, like, oh, fuck this. This one. <laughs> like we're still in the middle of this shit. And we're not uh, going to re-up the hearts, though. Do we, like, 
do we take these down and put up new hearts or just do we let them come f- become grossly faded with age <laughs> or, 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 or what and, I, they, and they those hearts came down i'm like oh that's, that's a different part of covid that's a mm-hmm. that's a, that was a chapter that happened yeah and then, anyhow so i was driving home and also they put up like on top of the on top of this hospital they put up a, a star on christmas time uh-huh. they put up you know they're not completely secular yeah it is a catholic town no doubt. Well, and it's a, well, are they Presbyterian? Uh, I don't know. We're, we're a Catholic town, though. We are a Catholic town. So we're allowed to celebrate Christmas and the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Anyhow, um, but on top, so on top of this hospital, they had a giant, like, multicolored heart. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they had in support of our healthcare workers and frontline workers for COVID, right? Yep. And then they put it out, it was Christmas. And now it's currently a heart. It's a shape of a heart with blue and yellow halves now. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, the hospital's now like a blue and yellow heart in support of Ukraine. I'm pretty sure COVID's over. I'm pretty sure like, COVID's I, done. COVID is over because that yep. the hospital's like, oh, we like we can take our frontline messaging in our support of our frontline workers and against COVID. Yep. And, and we'll now we can say. throw it to Co- we can throw it to Ukraine and it's fine. And now, yep. And and now I'm like, well, that's it. That was like for me this cuz like that hospital as well. Like I remember like COVID's early days of COVID. And it was like, oh, there's like it, it was probably like February. Mm-hmm. It was like uh like a shipping container like in like kind of the front parking lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, fuck. Like, there was something clearly going on where they needed extra storage or extra something. I was yeah. like, th- oh, this is, they're, they're like having to like bring extra things because of COVID. And it's like, I can see it. And, I'm like, and because of how they operate hospitals. But yeah, yeah anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, no. They operate the same way as an airport but or an airline. But yeah. I mean, needing extra things. No, no, no. It's operating at like 90% capacity yes, at all times. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they so need, when they they need overflow. They need, they need extra They're things. not prepared for it. Well, not prepared, but like have to change. Have um, to adapt. I got, I, I'm going to interrupt your boring story. And then, uh, <laughs> no, go on. No, anyhow. So that was like, that was like the first of me, like when COVID started uh-huh. and being like, oh, there's a thing going on here. Yeah. Like this is clearly uh like, because I, I remember thinking like, oh man, they're gonna have like triage units and and shit like that. Like the fear point was like was massive. I mean, like it, this is gonna be it. Like this is we were offered fifteen hundred dollars to take the later flight from Myrtle Beach or to Myrtle Beach, so we could get in there at seven o'clock at night versus eleven o'clock. Oh yeah, and we didn't take it. Oh, because yeah. airlines decide that they're going to just operate at max capacity all the fucking time and oversell and then just hope that someone doesn't show every up. fucking flight that we had and the and hospitals operate the same way so when pandemics happen or shit happens that yeah. they can't calculate for and they can't calculate for how many people are going to be in there they're like oh shit we have zero fucking runway yeah. to work with right so we have to bring in storage units or ships that we never use mm-hmm. and we get to just tell people that the hospitals are overrun all the time well the well that's that's the interesting thing that I've really learned of the past two years that we've been doing this podcast that I've really found interesting is, is how right I've been the entire time. Oh no, just like how much <laughs> like that's that's 
the capacity that do I get a, a, a slight win on the vaccine? Do I get a slight win? About what? The efficacy. Um, because I I felt like my initial my initial thesis was it could be a saline shot or it will make your dick fly off either way. I don't want to take it, and it's proven to be that it just it it's not what they said it was going to be, which is I'm pretty sure my initial thesis was like it. There's no way they know exactly what it's going to do. And therefore I don't want to take it. Uh, um, so I don't get a, I don't get a W in your world. No, not, not quite. You get partial credit, I guess. Oh, a but, che- I don't get a check plus. Do I get a check or is it like uh, half a check? Half a check. No, I don't get I, a check minus. Do I? I, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. The, as far the grading, as grading system, system of check minus check and no, check plus. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. That's anyway. not a thing. Anyhow, uh, I, I think there's, not as there's efficacy. It's not as it's not like a multi-year thing. What they said it was going to do is not what it did, See, and think, therefore me saying I don't think what they're saying it's going to do think, is what's going to happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna I want you to. I think there's a difference between what the government said and what the pharmaceutical company said, oh. right? I think, and I think those two things are. They were all locking stuff. I think those are two in line, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I think there's the media, and I think the and me- they're lockstep too, buddy. I don't, I don't think they're as lockstep. I think they're much more like this is the absolute thing that is going to save humanity. Not so I don't, I don't get a check plus. I don't. Yeah, get a, I, mean, I don't. Like, get a I said, you, I say you get partial credit. Oh. That this is not. I think we understand now that vaccines have. They were kind of like rushed. They're efficacy. No, I think they're they're effective, right? They're effective, but they're like six months effective, not so two, it, two so years. Was, so is drinking beer. Drinking two beer is effective. just as effective. I haven't gotten COVID the entire time. I drank beer the entire time. No, you've you have you've had COVID, Bobby. <laughs> you just don't know it. No. <laughs> right, uh, let's figure out how many guys you've. Uh, okay, how many times? Yeah, let's not argue about COVID. No, no, we we did a little bit. Okay. We've we, there's okay. we've learned one thing over a hundred episodes. What's that? It's that we cannot solve us COVID. Argue, uh, us arguing over COVID doesn't get us anywhere. It's, the, it's like, and that's good. And people want to just hear about. You know, how many dudes you've showered with? Okay, how many dudes have I showered with? So here in the state of Iowa, there is 180 days of instruction, or, or at least it was when I was in high school. Now they've moved to an hours ratio. Yeah. And that's the unit of measurement that they use. Uh, and, and like even back in my day, like the days method was like if you showed up, the buses showed up, you were delivered to school, and then- We're doing round numbers, 180. Yeah, you, you, you had to turn around. So 180 days yeah, 180. of instruction day time, right? Yeah. I would say as a, get this, Bobby, a four-sport athlete, okay? No one can take that away from you. Don't take that away from me. I served, not served. <laughs> like, it's like I'm the fucking- <laughs> I <person>. lettered. <laughs> I, I didn't letter in every year, Ooh, well, in okay. every season, but I was participated in 16 seasons in high school. Okay. 16 seasons of how many months? All of them. Oh, every every so I can use 180 as your. You can, I, so I'm saying I pro, I showered 180 days. Okay, and then like I think there's some overlap. It probably is more than that. Am I doing 180 times four? Is that what I'm doing? Yeah, 180 times four. Ooh, 720. Which is 720. Okay. Okay, that's high school. That's high school. And then another two years of middle school. Oh, you did it in middle I mean, school too. I mean, junior high. Uh, we got to go like half the time. I think half that. 
Uh, so, so Pop. 90? So another 180, plus 180. No, plus 180. Yeah. That's 1,000. It's 900. Oh, I thought you were a savant. I, I used to be a savant. Uh, college? There wasn't that much, like, I mean, I remember there, was was a shared, there was a shared shower. When I went to college, that was the one thing I was like, I fucking hate this. I want to get out of the dorms yeah. immediately. Because I just don't want to, I don't want to shower with dudes. I'll go to a drag show. I don't Fre- fucking Freshman care. year, uh, there was a shared shower. Yeah. But how many dudes were in that shared shower at one time? Not many. I picked my, I picked my battles. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I would sit there and, I would sit there and, uh think about you know try to hit that time yeah hit that and, time when no and also there. here there is a very distinct difference between a high school shower and versus college shower yeah college shower do not fucking talk to me exactly do not fucking talk I, to I me. agree with that one i have not done it very as ever. we're as we are naked and like yeah. touching our bodies right now do not i do not want to have a fucking conversation with you okay we're not talking about how practice went we're not a brotherhood, right? As compared as compared to when, like high school, high school football gets let out, and, and we're all going into the locker room at the same time, yeah. And it's like, you know, 40, 50 dudes, yeah. trying to go into like, eight showers. Eight showers is probably you got to wait your turn. You got to wait your turn, and so and anyhow, there was conversation that were had, yeah, but not at. Not something I want to do. Yeah. No, I, I I I will grant you it is if I'm a completely the, different. If I'm piece. in the ba- if I'm in the bathroom, do not I don't I do not exist. No. Please do not talk to this me. This is a you know a very visceral thing we're doing right now. We're right. not. And then ready for this? I'm, I'm gonna jump up one more time here, showering with dudes. Yeah. At the YMCA. Oh. You got over under a hundred <sighs> times showering with dudes at the YMCA. <sighs> no, probably. Under. So you're under a thousand. It's 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 very I I dangerously it's on, it's, close. It's on the bubble. It's on the bubble. It's on the bubble. Whether or not you're at nine hundred without college or the YMCA. Yeah, I it's it's. But on, I I agree with you. I don't I don't want to count the college years because it's not the same. It shouldn't be considered the same. It's it's close, but also yeah. I don't remember a lot of I don't remember a lot of times being in the shower with other dudes at because you have a choice. That's the right. other thing too. Like you have a choice to like, I like I'm actively not going to go in right now versus a football yeah. practice where like, no, fuck, every, we every, have to, we, everybody we, is showering. We right have now. to do this. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'll give that to you. 900. I'll give that. We're okay. at a hundred episodes of this, uh, this podcast. I want to just cheers you, bud. Hey, Hey, it's been fun. Um, Two years, a hundred episodes. Let's uh, start doing some sponsorships and get paid. Hey, somebody's give me fucking money and this could be a podcast Yeah, for money. Cheers. Please.